Thomas, my name is Richard Villegas, uh, and uh, we are still in New York City doing these interviews, girl. Um, I have some uh, fabulous, fabulous, fabulous guests for you guys today. Uh, first, uh, we're listening to a song by La Bac. It's called Donde Estas Tu? Uh, and when we come back, uh, we will be talking with uh, La Bac. And we're back. And as I promised, today I'm joined by a Brazilian guitarist, singer, songwriter, uh, festival organizer, yeah. just always busy artist <laughs> yeah. person, Labak. How are you? Hey, I'm great. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to have you here. Um, I am super excited to be here with you also. For uh, longtime listeners, you've actually been on the show once before, very, yeah. very briefly. Uh, yeah. we, we met at South by Southwest last year. Yeah, exactly. Um, and we had a very, very short interview. And I, you know, the, the stars have aligned. And yeah, and we're here. <laughs> and we're in New York City. And I was like, yes, I want to have a long for Because you do so much. Yeah, And I, I feel like we only touched on a little bit of it when we, when we spoke when we, the last time. Of course, when we met, of course. Um, uh, by the way, guys, uh, Labak obviously speaks uh, English, uh, Portuguese, and Spanish. Yeah. So we may be flipping around a little bit in languages. So just keep a keep a, a careful ear out. Yeah. Um, cool. But for the listener at home, can you tell us uh, who are you and what is it that you do? Yes, um, I am from Brazil, as I said. I am a composer, producer. Uh, those the, that singer songwriter role. And I also use it to organize a festival. And nowadays I'm like focusing on my career. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Well, you are forever on tour. Yeah. It's just crazy. It's so cool. Yes, it is. But I think uh, we were talking uh, right now. And then I like, just wanted to explain a little bit what's happening right now in my life. It's like just I feel like slowing 
a little bit mm. that that intensity of concerts and until last week until last year I used to play like 80 concerts a year oh. and that's too much <laughs> <laughs> yeah so this year is like a year like just to slow down a little bit yeah. I think yeah but yeah still touring still traveling all the time I love this this mood and this what the movement movement can bring you know but yeah, just slower. Yeah, you know, it's. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot. It's exhausting. I mean, it is. I've I've been in New York five days now, yeah. and I'm like, because ah. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's it's been work. I mean, yeah. <clears throat> personal errands, and then interviews, and meeting people, yeah. and friends who want to hang out, and it's like you're yeah. being on the go. All the time. Yeah, yesterday, which was Sunday, I had the opportunity to just, you know, stay in and like with a friend, and like we watched TV and like yeah. ate, and it was like, right, this is healing. Yeah, <laughs> like just slow down a little bit, and then okay, okay, movement and people and information all the time. I love it. Yeah, and it fills me a lot, and I need it because it brings me lots of inspiration of to course. do what I do. But yeah, I feel like not doing that much as I was doing until last last year, you know. I feel like there's different kinds of, of artists. There's some that are very introverted and yeah. they can only work in their very private space. Yeah. And I feel like that, I don't know if that's you, but I feel like it's not because you're always out. You're always meeting people. You're always like yeah. building bridges, connections. Yeah. And like, sure, that's the nature of the business, of course. But I feel like for you, and again, this is just a personal impression. I feel like you feed off that energy, right? It's just yeah. like, it's like, it's about bouncing energy with people. Totally, totally, totally. And I am lucky enough to uh, got, like, I understood how my process, my creative process uh -huh. is. And I can do it while I'm traveling also. So I think that's the point. If I was some of the, those people that need to be in a room closed, in your own room closed and creating, yeah. I wouldn't be traveling all the time as right. I am. So yeah, I think I, I feel lucky to got like uh, to understand what I am and how I create and what I need to create while I'm traveling. And yes, yes, it's kind of confusing at the, at the first moment, but. And once you get it, yeah. I think it's, it's only a matter of maybe discipline. Well, and I feel it. also for like the music that you make, it's very portable. I mean, yeah. you have obviously your laptop and your guitar yeah. and then just and some pedals, you know. And, yeah. and But it's, it's funny because like your setup is not necessarily like it's not like one of these like 20 pedal setups yeah you no. know it's, but you are able to make so much with so little i feel yeah, uh, yeah. it's very impressive thank you um, and again it's portable i mean it's yeah. it's 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 more economical yeah exactly i think i uh, my, my concert now uh, it's a little more powerful i feel i feel and i i've managed to to put all, everything that I need inside a suitcase and mm -hmm. it's not a super big suitcase so also uh, nowadays I feel like we artists that we, we want to be on tour and we, if, you, if we want to be outside our country uh -huh. we need to think about everything it's exhausting at some point but it's also like a puzzle Yeah, you need to make a concert that it's easy to bring to other countries other cities uh, if you don't, you, you're not going to travel. If mm -hmm. you have a five-member band, it's already going to be super expensive just to leave your city. Yep. So, yeah, like, think about everything. And once I am producing also, I think it's easier, you know, because I am, I am producing, I am composing and producing the songs and also think about how is it going to sound uh, at the concert. 
Yeah. So everything like just connects. This know? is this is a conversation I had once with Flavio of Finger Finger. Yeah. Um, and uh, an, another great band from Brazil, Garage Punk, highly recommended. Yeah. Um, also on your, I don't know if you're still with Rosa Flamingo. No, it doesn't exist anymore. It's now it's oh, like it a studio. It's, it's in a studio. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, but we're still together. But yeah. Okay. Well, the, uh, formerly part of the Rosa Flamingo yeah. label, which is uh, was started by Chie. Exactly. Um, and uh, Andre Wungi. Yeah. Andre Wungi. Yeah. 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 Um, but anyway, but this is a conversation that I had with him because he was like, you know, Finger Finger used to be a four-piece band, and yeah. then two of the band members left, and he, you know, he was the vocalist and guitarist, and the uh, the drummer. They, you know, they were both like, maybe Why we can not? make it work. Of course. And they're like, it's so much cheaper. It's allowed them so much more mobility. They yeah. traveled around the U.S. They toured exactly. the the Europe and Latin America. It's like, yep. oh right, aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh, we can do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I see it more and more, like, uh, we are starting to get that if we don't do it, unfortunately, it's going to be super difficult. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, a few days ago, I've seen an interview from Django. Do you know Django? Yeah. I mean, they're, like, super hot right yeah. now. Yeah. And I love their music. And they just made this, this album, and uh, the lady that was interviewing them, she asked, why not to do everything by yourself? They are a duo. The producers are like... Oh, I thought they were a big band. Guys. They are. Reason. But she asked, like, she asked exactly that. Like, why don't you do like, everything as a duo? Yeah. You, could, like, you could totally do it by yourself. And they just told, of course, the energy. Right. The energy, mm-hmm. you, when you put like eight people on the stage, it's completely different. Yep. And I get it. But uh, when, we, when you are still like building something and seeking yep. to get, reach uh, a few like spots in your career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to do what you need to do. Yep. I would love to have uh, five members band, but it's not possible right yeah. now. So, you, yeah. You just adapt until yeah. until things happen. You just adapt. That's it. That's, um, my, that's my feeling. Well, I want to keep things moving because we have a whole lot of playlists curated yep. by Labak. Thank you so much. Well, no, please. <laughs> uh, but before we move on, I want to talk a little bit about uh, Donde Estas Tu, which is a song that opened the show. Yeah. This is off your brand new album, Looks, uh, yeah. which I think came out in April, maybe? Yeah, maybe? in April. Exactly. Um, so, like, it's fresh, 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 fresh. Yeah. Uh, tell us a little bit about Donde Estas Tu and then also about Looks. Of course. Uh, I'll talk about Looks first. Okay. Uh, it's a more experimental album. Uh-huh. It's a little darker also. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's darker just because I wanted to be like uh, sincere with myself and what I was feeling with Brazil going through that moment that we are still grow- going through. Right. So it's darker and it's called looks and all the photos and uh, the cover everything it's dark. Yeah. Just because uh, it's it's I feel more like I'm in this moment seeking for that light mm. I am talking about and I am talking about in the album. Yeah. So it's more more weird sometimes and then I, I, it, it's just like how I was feeling in that moment I was composing and producing. Right. So I feel like Don't This Test Too uh, is the, the most, maybe the most shining song okay. we have. Yeah, I was really in love when I, when, I write it, when I wrote it. And I promised myself that I wouldn't have a song uh, talking about relationship in this album. Because I really wanted to, to, uh, to talk about the moment we were going through. Right. But 
in the end, love is also something that heals you and that make, makes you stronger Absolutely. to go to this kind of, uh, of process. So, yeah, Tondestus 2 is the uh, one that talks about relationships, mm -hmm. and then the other ones is just weird things, thoughts, <laughs> and deep conversation. But yeah. Yes, and we will be talking about that. Um, I'm, I mean, Brazil is in a very interesting place in history right now. And, yeah. Uh, and again, so are you. Um, and, and again, we will be getting into that uh, okay. later in the show. Cool. Um, I want to uh, play another song right now. Okay. Uh, this is by Clarice uh, Falcão. Yeah, Clarice Falcão. Falcão. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm working on my uh, Brazilian, uh, my Portuguese You're pronunciation. You're awesome. Today. You should say, you should <laughs> say that sentence. Uh, we're working on it, and it's uh, we have a song called Minha Cabeza. Mm -hmm. um, that's it. That's it. Um, tell me a little bit about this song and, yeah. uh, and about Clarice. Yeah, I always loved Clarice. She is a she's singer songwriter. And she has connected with really interesting producers now in Brazil. Okay. And I think we are doing something uh, connected uh, when we talk about the, the sound, when we talk about the textures. And she, for those who can get the lyrics, she's always a little acid. And she has a, f a little humor okay. in, her, in, in her lyrics. And it's really interesting because it's an amazing way of dealing with crisis, anxiety, and uh, self-esteem and insecurities. She does it with like a huge, huge, huge like talent. So I love her because of that. Not because of only because of the music, but because she she talks about interesting things in a really like light manner. Okay. You know. That's, I mean, yeah. and that's hard to do. That's totally hard to do. Yeah, Whoa. sometimes when you're being political or like, you know, I don't know, putting trauma exactly. into into art, it, it's hard to keep it light. Yeah, totally, uh. totally, totally, totally. <laughs> wow, yeah. Because those, those like subjects yeah. are super deep. Yeah. Super complicated to deal. So, yeah. And there's does. a lot that you want to communicate. Exactly. For sure. Yeah. Okay, well then again, let's listen to that now. Again, okay. this is Clarice Foucault. Uh, yeah. And the song is Minha Cabeza, and uh, we'll be right back with more Labac. Minha cabeça não é flor que se cheire, não é minha parceira, não faz nada que eu peço. Minha cabeça repete as mesmas coisas, repete as mesmas coisas até. Mais coisa Minha cabeça Escreve Em roteiros Com fins Mirabolantes Em que ninguém Sai vivo Minha cabeça É tu A minha cara Que eu fico De cara Quando eu lembro Que existo Consegue calar tudo aqui dentro, arrumar tudo aqui dentro é você. Só quem consegue fazer se o aqui dentro botar ordem aqui dentro é você. Já não te porque ela fala mais 
And the second song that we just heard is by Bruna Mendes. It's called Licenza. Uh, mm -hmm. Tell me a little bit about uh, the song, about Bruna. Yeah, Bruna is from a uh, province from the center of Brazil. Okay. She's from Goiânia. Oh, great. I love yeah. uh, 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 Jalo, Bandawo. Uh, yeah, Bandawo, I think they are from there. Jalu is from the north. Oh, he's from the okay. Yeah. Yeah, but I tried. Yeah, I yeah tried. you tried. <laughs> and you know Jalu. It's amazing. No, you know no, Jalou. but I, 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 I know that there's, there's a big festival in Goiânia that I really like. Bananada. Bananada. Yeah, it's happening I've right now. I always wanted to go. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah, I it is. Wanted to go. It is. It's amazing. But it's tell amazing. Me, I'm sorry. Tell me about Bruna. No, no problem. <laughs> yeah, Bruna's amazing. Uh, first time I've listened to her, I've, I do this kind of thing. Like, I listen to an album and I felt completely, like, shocked. And I searched for her on Facebook, and I started like just added her and sent her a message like, "Your album is amazing. I would love to be in touch with cool. you." And at the first moment, she was like, "Who are you? You're <laughs> fucking crazy. What are you doing?" <laughs> and then we kept in touch, and now we are super close friends. And I love her. She was I like, "Oh, yeah, was it Can you say? Um, I, I, I'm, I'm curious because, like, I know Brazil is huge. Yeah. Um, and, and, it's, and it's like Mexico and the U.S. in that it's so big yeah. that obviously there's different identities, different communities, different sounds that yeah. come from different uh, regions of the country. Totally. Um, what, so are you, are you from Sao Paulo or are you from a different part of the I country? I am from main country. Okay. Yeah, like five hours from São Paulo. What's uh, what's the the city or town that you're Let's from? Let's call it Franca. Franca. Yeah. Um, but is there a, a particular sound that is that is popular in in Franca? In Franca, yeah. Unfortunately, just like a sertanejo. Do you know sertanejo? No, I don't. It's a kind of a country folk we have in Brazil. Oh. Yeah, but it's not that sweet as as it, as it sounds. <laughs> yeah, they're oh, they're super sexist and always talking about being drunk and. Having girls and this kind of thing, so it's a really complicated movement. But there, there is the feminist certain uh -huh. okay, which is super cool, and with really strong women doing it right now. So yeah, Franca is totally into this this movement. Yeah, and it's not a small city, but uh, culturally it's not developed uh, that much. Right. So, yeah, I grew up in this environment and trying to listen to other things, and I've moved around lots of times too. So mm. uh, I think I had the opportunity of listening to lots of things because I've I've moved uh, from city to city with my parents, and yeah. But Franca is totally into this this kind of this kind of music. So when did you move from Franca to Sao Paulo? I haven't. Yeah, that's something. I haven't <laughs> lived in São Paulo. You haven't? Oh, so you... No. I mean, well, I'm you don't live there. in Brazil anymore, but... Yeah. You were still based in Franca? It, I was based in Franca and traveling all the time, so uh, it was not, like, worth it to rent a place right. in São Paulo. And also, I've admitted it to myself, uh, I think a few months ago, that I don't like São Paulo. You don't care for it. I don't like São Paulo. <laughs> I don't like, like... That's fair. Yeah. yeah it's super big, and uh, I think it's a main city. Uh -huh. and it's like New York. Like New York. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, something like that. It's a main city, and as big cities with lots of people, yeah. 
Uh, that happens. Bad things happen. Yeah. It can be awesome because it's a point of meeting. Everybody that really wants to make things happen goes to Sao Paulo in Brazil. Mm -hmm. So it's amazing because everybody's there. But it's also it also changes you uh, when you're living in a city so hostile. Mm -hmm. uh, it changes you. It changes your art. And I didn't want to change what I was feeling when I was when I could have the the kind people around me. Right. You know and feel that love and people that care about you and that are not too busy to care about a person that is right, right by your side, you know? Right. And when you're running, when you're just like, when you, you're there, you, you are into that movement. Yeah. You need to, because you need to pay rent and you need to yep. feed your children, things like that. So, yeah. I don't exactly like Sao Paulo. <laughs> so I've never lived in Sao Paulo that much, but I'm always there all the time. If I'm in Brazil, I will be there for two weeks at least. Are you, uh, do you have a, do you prefer Rio over Sao Paulo? Or is it, is it, or is it more like, I prefer Franca? Oh, I prefer Franca. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Actually, I prefer another capital, like Curitiba. It's oh, in yeah. the south. Uh -huh. I love Curitiba and I have good friends there. Uh, I love Northeast and North. They are super kind. They are amazing people there. Yeah. Amazing artists there too. Uh, yeah, I prefer like smaller capitals. I Fair. Think. Yeah. That's. I mean, that's good. Yeah. Like I, I. You know, I'm from New York and I live in Mexico City and I love these enormous, crazy cities. Yeah. But I do like. A like a slightly smaller city. Yeah. Like I feel myself getting older. You know, like if I ever live in the U.S. again, I could see myself like you know living in Chicago. It's just like it's New York but smaller. Exactly. You know, or like I I love Santiago, which is mm -hmm. like again it's it's a it's a capital but it's smaller. You know. Exactly. Oh. Has this this air of capital, but it's smaller, and you can reach some kind of life quality yeah. that you can't yes. afford sometimes yes. when you're here or when you're in Sao Paulo yeah. or when you're you know, in London something like that it's not as competitive it's not as fierce it's not as, exactly. as yeah 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 it's not as intense yeah. so um, again I'm, I, we're gonna talk about everything that's happening in Brazil yeah. shortly but I want to talk first about so you recently moved to Portugal yeah and that's where you're based now yeah um, but tell me about the decision to, to move out there yeah it was basically because of what's happening in Brazil right now right and at the same time the doors in Europe are super like open for me right now okay yeah and this is like super growing my audience in Portugal is growing like every day and this awesome. is awesome congratulations yeah thank you so much <laughs> yeah of course <laughs> yeah and then yeah I have a label a label in Spain and another one in Portugal and we are like super inspired and I'm working with people that are believing in me so it just cool. made sense what are the names of these labels so that people can support them yeah <laughs> in, in Portugal it's Omnicard Records okay and in Spain it's Raso Raso Studio okay yeah very cool yeah um, so I don't. We're we're gonna talk about Brazil okay. in a minute. Okay. Uh, well, let's talk about that in the next section because that'll be a long conversation. Yeah, it will. Um, I do want to talk about. You mentioned um, the feminist uh, sort of. Oh, what was this? What was this uh, folk genre again? Sertanejo. Yeah. So you mentioned like there's like the the feminist faction of Sertanejo. Yeah. You know, and I'm I'm interested like. 
I interviewed uh, Bad Sista uh, yeah, a few months awesome. ago. Mm-hmm. She's so fucking cool. She's awesome. Um, and she was telling me about like Bandida and mm-hmm. like parties. You know, um, so we we so we had this very interesting conversation about artists like Diplo or like Sango that come. Mm-hmm. They like basically soak up. Brazilian music and rhythm and flavor and just that essence and, the, and that energy. Yeah. And then they say, bye. Yeah. And then they go and none of that money ever comes back into the communities that they like worked with. Yeah. Um, and, and, and again, Bad Sister was saying like, you know, there's these movements about like, you know, not just uplifting and, and bringing visibility to like black people or queers or women, yep. but also about like creating parties for our communities and keeping only booking each other and like keeping that money internal. Yep. So I, I was hoping you could tell me a little bit about like, again, like this, I, the playlist is with the exception of one artist, it's all women. Yeah. Um, and so tell me a little bit about like what, uh, what, what is the, what is the feminist movement looking like in Brazil these days? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's something that uh, we feel like it's developing. The uh-huh. subject is super, like, uh, completely different from what it was four years, three years ago, mm. when when it was still like it was almost a taboo. I feel I feel I wish it to feel like I don't know. We can't talk about it. Uh, it looks like they don't want to be disturbed with the kind, this kind of uh, subject. Right. Yeah, like the programmers, creators, and this everybody like just just didn't want to 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 like touch this 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 place. Right. So yeah, right now there are lots of festivals going on in Brazil that has just women producing, women playing. Right. And this is amazing to see. Like, and it's amazing to see uh, more and more. Uh, women artists like having possibilities of playing in big festivals right. and working on really good albums and producing themselves which is super great so I think the, the all the conversation and everything that we've uh, been working the last three four years is it's getting results you know right. and it's, it's this is super inspiring to see things like growing even uh, in a country that is going through what we're going through now so it's an inspiring moment like and we know we we need to keep it together and to uh, and to be in touch and exchange information exchange contacts and everything we can Uh, I think we we, we, we're going through this in a in a sane way Right. You know, because we're together and we realized it a few years ago that if we we, we were not together, I think it would be super difficult. I know that when uh, Maria Lefranco was uh, was murdered, yep. I mean, basically, like, the streets burned. Like, yeah. people took to the streets. Uh, yeah. Um, and that, that, I mean, that was beautiful. Like, again, like, there's, yeah. there, there's a, a big, I don't know if you've seen the news out of Mexico City recently with, like, the huge feminist marches because yeah. there was a, a young woman who was raped by mm-hmm. police officers. Yeah. And the city did nothing. And so... Women were like, no, 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 <laughs> fuck that. Yeah, we're going um, to change it. You're yeah, going to talk about it. Yeah. yeah, and so I, I, you know, that response, the this this or, this organizing. I, I like, um, are there like organizations that like you know people could like maybe look into and 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 do a bit more research and stay informed of what's happening for, you know, again uh, like with the, the feminist movements out there. Like, I, there are there are yeah there are like, actually really good. Uh, journalists uh, like organizations for free journalists that are like 
just compromise it with what is true and not manipulated by Fair. anything. Yeah. So yeah, I really love uh, Media Ninja. Okay. And there are another movement. It's called Journalistas Livres. Uh huh. Yeah. Like Periodistas Livres. Yeah. They are amazing and they are doing an amazing job and they do have a feminist section, if I can say something like that. Yeah. Uh, with lots of amazing journalists doing an amazing job. So, yeah. Yeah, this is, a, this is an important time, I feel, for, for journalism. Uh, yeah. again, that's part of the, you know, all those, all those protests in, in, in Puerto Rico. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, every, a lot of people are like, oh, it's because of text messages. No, yeah. that wasn't the thing. It was like the, the government was like stealing millions and the, yeah. the journalists, uh, oh, I, I, it was the inver investigative journalism union or something to that yeah. effect that reported the story and it was like whoa exactly yeah. um, before we step away from from again the, the whole feminist uh, movement mm -hmm. um, you were part of a major festival one of one of these major festivals that you mentioned yeah. I, I, I'm surprised to hear that you're no, no longer part of it yeah um, tell us a little bit about it was called Sonora and then I think it changed name it changed the name yeah, yeah. in Sao Paulo it changed the name it just to give more steps forward uh, the, the Sonora was born in 2016 okay with the intention of talking about singers and writers only and then we changed the name in Sao Paulo just because we felt we needed to talk about more not inside the music industry but journalists uh, music journalists right and then yeah what is it called now uh, Sonora Soma oh okay uh -huh. yeah and then uh, I just left just because uh, it was a really, really cri a big crisis for me, actually, yeah. to leave it. But I felt like uh, I needed to focus on my career. Right, fair. Yeah. And I was really in a crisis because uh, I love it to be there, and I love it to organize it and to put my energy to make things happen yeah. and to be with girls and teaching girls or just talking about things with them. And but I felt like I was I was like leaving my identity and my creative part a little behind. Yeah, fair. And it was then, too much to handle. Exactly. I get it. Yeah, and then I just leave, left it for now, and I think maybe in two years I can come back, like just to balance things a little bit. I think you had told me when we first spoke that Sonora was uh, again not only in Brazil, not only in Sao Paulo, it yeah. was across a number of cities, across yeah. a number of countries. Yes, it is. Um, it is, it is. How, how far did, does the festival reach? Yeah, it reaches... Uh, it happens here. It happens in Mexico. Okay. It happens in, I don't know how many countries. Um, I think it's seven countries in Europe. Okay, wow. Uh, it's in Asia also. Didn't you say there was? Uh, they did one in Egypt? Egypt, yeah, they did it. It was it's, super curious. It's crazy. But yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, I mean that's amazing. I mean, uh, of course. Uh, you know, I'm sure, like, again, like uh, uh, an all-women's music festival in of a course. Muslim country must make an impact. Exactly. Yeah. No, I, I would love to be there to see this yeah. happening, you know? Yeah, but it's all over, I don't know, Uruguay, Argentina, Chile, uh, Panama, I think. 
in Brazil, all over Brazil. Yeah, over, I would imagine. Yeah. Have you heard of Ruidosa Fest? Yeah. In Chile, with Francisca yes. Valenzuela. Yeah, they are big inspiration, actually. They're they so cool. Big inspiration. Come on, crossovers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, um, this section is getting a little long. Let's let's <laughs> shift over to some music. Okay. Um, if, you know, we're again, we're highlighting, you know, amazing women. Why not listen to some Juana Molina? Why not? Uh, we have a song <laughs> called Ando. And yeah. uh, you again, you were saying Juana Molina is a big inspiration. I was actually saying like, oh, yeah, I totally see it. Like guitarists, mm. you know, like a very particular way of singing. I feel yeah. like both of you have very organic uh, sort of methods of, yeah. of playing music. Tell, mm-hmm. tell me a little bit about your relationship to Juana. Yeah, I remember the first time I've listened to her. I was in Argentina, and people told me, "You, you, you should listen to her because maybe you're doing something like similar at some point." And I've listened, and it, in like, instantly touched me. And I, since that, I just listened to her. Maybe. A few days, a few times a week. So she's a big inspiration, and not only the music, but the way she thinks it. She, she thinks about her career. She thinks about everything, and the the the, the attention she puts in on the image, on the subjects she's talking about. Yeah. Uh, she has this beautiful connection with her musicians, uh-huh. and I love this kind of thing. I really believe in this kind of. Uh, uh, building things together, the manner she does, it's like it's beautiful, and I love her her actress past. I don't yes. know if you know about it. Yes, of course. But she was a brilliant comedian. Yes. Yes. Still, she's still very funny. Have she you ever is. seen her perform live? No, I didn't. Is she so I funny? Because she is. is, is she's not because she's not a stand-up comedian, but she'll be singing her songs, making all these crazy faces. Yeah. And it's just like you're like, well, and it's really funny. And yeah. she's like, and you know, like something went wrong, and she's like, Ugh, you oh, you know, my she's, God. she's a she's a brilliant physical comedy actress. Yeah. Like, it, it, the way that she expresses her face, her body. Um, it's amazing. Yeah, she's uh, brilliant. I just seen uh, videos. <laughs> I wish I could see her live, but yeah, she's amazing. Amazing, she's super cool. Well, let's listen to that now. Again, this is Juana Molina. The song is Ando. This is off her most recent album, Halo. Uh, and we'll be right back with more Labac. Yeah.
Song Mess. Un show de música emergente latinoamericana donde mezclamos entrevistas con los sonidos más frescos del underground. Su anfitrión, Richard Villegas, es un periodista musical contribuyendo a publicaciones como Remezcla, Rolling Stone y Bandcamp. Y con Song Mess, las conversaciones toman un giro más casual y personal, revelando el mundo interior de cada invitado. Song Mess está disponible en todas las plataformas digitales. Y lo puedes escuchar por Radio Nova Costa Rica todos los lunes y jueves a las 9 de la mañana. Song Mess. Amo você como sol. Ilumina meu dia, mas esquema minha pele. Amor você como sol. Ilumina meu dia, mas queima minha pele. 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 Aberta a intenção de um gemido Seu corpo tem linhas que eu queria ter escrito Queria largar seu corpo, mas ele é tão bonito Morde minha pele pra abafar seu maior grito E eu penso em acordes em silêncio Pra que você não acorde Nosso amor era tudo, espero que cê se recorde Livrarias, cafés chiques, tênis caros, vários kits Nossos sonhos, mesmos brindes Mesmas brigas, mesmos brindes Livrarias, cafés chiques, tênis caros, vários kits Nossos sonhos, mesmos brindes Mesmas brigas, mesmos brindes Eu não sou o homem que você sonhava Garoto, eu quero ser o homem que você sonhava Não sou o homem com quem você sonhava Mas queria ser o homem com quem você sonhava Eu engoli minha vaidade pra dizer voltar pra mim Mesmo sabendo que você me faz tão mal Fotografar o silêncio é tão difícil Fotografar o meu medo é tão difícil Fotografar a insegurança é tão difícil Eu desfaço tudo com cigarro, cerveja e sorriso Fotografar o silêncio é tão difícil Fotografar o meu medo é tão difícil Fotografar insegurança é tão difícil Eu desfaço tudo com cigarro, cerveja e sorriso Nosso problema sempre foi a intensidade Nosso problema sempre foi a intensidade Nosso problema sempre foi a intensidade Cê sabe que é verdade, a intensidade
dia mais, não mais. Resume no meu dia mais, não mais. Okay, and so we're back. And the second song we just heard is Baco Eshu do Blues. Uh, this, well, that's the artist. The, the, the song is called Quema Minha Pele. Yeah. Um, tell me a little bit about this artist and the song. Yeah. Uh, Baco was uh, a huge surprise, I think, for Brazil in general. He's making this rap that is different from what we knew about Brazilian rap yeah. until the moment he, he came. Uh, he takes care of, about everything again this kind of artist that thinks about what he's saying right. and how he's saying and uh, who he's, who's listening you know uh, this song he's singing with Tim Bernardes it's an amazing singer-songwriter Brazilian singer-songwriter cool. too and it, he it's not like the, that like super square rap it has nuances that really really touched me like uh, the producing is super great and the lyrics are talking about uh, things that uh, young people are listening and they sometimes need to to, to hear this kind of thing You're right you know? of course yeah so yeah Baku is really important to us right now I feel I mean, rap Rap has always... Well, rap was born as a... a it's like folk music. I mean, yeah. it's about telling the stories of the streets, you yeah. know? And and again, I feel like here... Uh, again, Brazil... We're finally going to talk about it, guys. Hey! Um, again, again, Brazil is in a very interesting place right now. Um, interesting and full of conflict. Obviously, the political situation is a bit scary. Yeah. Uh, the economy is a bit unstable. Yeah. Um, you know, the good things have happened. It's so, it's so funny, like, you know, Bolsonaro gets elected and then, like, uh, an LGBT protections bill gets passed. Exactly. <laughs> it's yeah. like, what? What's um, happening? Yeah. So give us, try, try to give us some sort of, like, a brief description of, of everything What's that's happening on? right now. Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> Let's do that. Okay, so, yeah. Uh, it was super intense the moment that he was elected right. because uh, inside our bubbles, we didn't think that it, it, it was going to happen. Right. When you're on your Facebook and surrounded by people that think, think like you think, you just think, no, it's not going to happen. Uh -huh. But the whole country <laughs> uh, voted yes. So we have Bolsonaro since January. And what he did in these eight months is uh, there are a few irreversible damages to environment and Amazonia and everything that he's doing right now to these laws. And it's super complicated because they are arming themselves, uh, protecting themselves, uh, putting their own people inside, yes, uh, like course. wherever they can. And they are changing laws, they are changing things uh, to protect themselves yeah. for a long time. So uh, it it's complicated. So it's really like mean, evil people, evil, evil people, evil, evil. 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 Yeah. <laughs> uh, just uh, on the power. Yeah. They have the power to do that. It, you know, it, it was such an overwhelming majority that voted for him. Yeah. It's a little crazy. I remember uh, I, I ran into my friends, uh, uh, Diogo and, and uh, Ligia in, uh, in, in Mexico City. They were just visiting and yeah. we were talking about it. And, you know, they were like, I was like, 
Oh, it's like the it's like it's like in the U.S. Like the cities voted for Hillary, and then the smaller parts of the country voted for Trump. But that's it not the huge. case. Yeah, yeah. Because I know that I, I was people in big cities voted for him. Like yeah, like Rio also, and Sao Paulo voted yeah, for him. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which all is like the, what? Yeah, all the south southeast, the only regions that haven't voted that haven't like won. Uh, they, they, he lost in northeast and north. Yeah, the the black communities. Yeah, yeah. Basically, the poor communities yeah. that had really uh, that pity, the other yes. party, were really helped with this kind these people. Got it. And uh, we were not like in the line of hungry. We didn't have hungry people anymore. Right. And now we are starting to have them again. Oh yay! Yeah. So right, uh, like. Uh, from small things until really big things that are going to do damage for I don't know how many generations. Of course. Uh, and this is, we are talking about education because he, they have like cutted uh, a huge uh, amount of money for public uh, universities. Right. And in health, they are starting to cut lots of money uh, that to public health, uh, to people. For example, the community that has SIDA, yeah, they have to like prove again that they do have SIDA. Oh my God! Yeah, <laughs> and they have already done it once, and it's super humiliating and super complicated because uh, there are a few people that can't leave house or something like that. So. Uh, all the laws, they don't have women ruling with them. No, of course not. They only not. have men, of course. Well, I remember there was a big news item about how there was a somebody in the Congress uh, yeah. uh, who, who was gay, yeah. and they had to leave the country because they were getting like, yeah, threat, like death Willis. threats. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And he left the country, and he is now living in Europe because, uh, yeah, death threats. Yeah. And um, yeah. I, I, I'm curious... <clears throat> One of the most um, direct ways in which uh, electing, electing Trump has changed things in the U.S. is just the way that he speaks. He's very openly racist. He's an openly misogynist and homophobic yeah. and like yeah. anti-immigrant and all that. And that has empowered a lot of people who are racist and misogynistic and homophobic to take action. Yeah. Has has violence uh, risen? In, in Brazil, like... Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because we have a president that is exactly like Trump, talking about uh Oh, they're best racism. friends. Yeah, they're super <laughs> best friends. Their best BFF. friends is so weird. Yes, I know. I heard I Brazil know. doesn't have to, like, pay for visas anymore. Oh, my God, I wish. <laughs> yeah. Oh, whoop. Yeah. Oh, I then I think the U.S. doesn't have to apply for visas anymore. Yeah, I think Brazil it's, no, but oh, there we do. We do to come to. God, Korea. we suck. Yeah. God, this, God yeah. we suck. Yes. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, but yes, uh, he's doing that. He's doing that. Uh, if, we, if we talk about culture, they are cutting like everything they can, and inflation and yeah. more people without jobs, more people living on the streets, more violence. Right. They just legalized. Uh, it's like they made more easy to people to get guns. Oh, oh, oh. Exactly. So a country that is collapsing like Brazil is right now in crisis uh, and you ha can have a gun like easy, easily. I see in the future what you guys have here in, yeah. in, in yeah. this kind of in this kind of uh, subject, like mass shootings all the time. 
That's terrifying. That's terrifying. Yeah. So yeah, that's Brazil right now. How? Um, so tell me about then the decision to leave Brazil. Uh, again, to go to Portugal. Yeah. Uh, I would imagine it wasn't a very easy decision. No, no, it was not. Yeah. Oh. Just because, like, uh, I felt super guilty about leaving my country in the moment that right. they needed me there, talking about these kind of things, and right. with my energy to uh, fight against these guys. But I was also getting sick there. Uh, as most of the com artist community, yeah, 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 I w it was super intense. It was super difficult to see the country and the people uh, going sad and hopeless each day. And the decision of leaving uh, it was not just because Europe is super open for me, but because I was uh, about to explode in Brazil. Right, you know. So yeah, it, it, it really touched me. Like uh, I really, I don't know, my level of empathy. Yes. Like with a person that I don't know is living on the streets until my friend that are super depressed because they don't, they can't do music anymore. Yep. And this shit is real. Like this is happening in this super real. And we, I think my generation is shocked because we thought we wouldn't go through a thing like that I think we thought our parents have lived during the dictature yes of course and we have studied on, on, on school and we know that it's terrifying and we thought we wouldn't go there but people forget Yes, El Elsa Suarez. I remember yeah. well, in an interview said, "I've heard this song before, and I don't like how, and I know how it ends." Yes, and you're not gonna like it. And I was yes. like, "Oh shit!" Like, oh shit! Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's just like, but it's true. It's just like, right? How do you not remember? Yeah. How do you not remember? Like, how do you? How do? And and again, it was young people. Like, it was yeah. young people that voted for him. Like, yeah. sure, like religious conservative people. Like, you know, you, you kind of know what you, to expect. Yeah. That. But it was like the young people, the educated people, the the artsy people, like. A lot yeah. of people are like, yeah. Uh, Let's I, do that, because he's funny on Instagram. Yeah, uh, it's you know? terrifying. It is, it is. And I think uh, one really uh, dangerous, thing, dangerous thing we do is to forget this kind of thing, yeah. forget our history, forget what happened. And they are working right now for us to forget even more. Yeah. Like, they yep. are cutting everything they can and on education yep on culture that there are things that make us think about things yep. so they're doing it so they're gonna have the population in their hands soon so they already have so so how are people how are people fighting back are there organizations are there protests are people making art uh, to are. to respond to all yeah. this yeah 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 there are uh, we do have lots of uh, walks right like peaceful walks And it doesn't reach the media because they don't want to. Fair. So are they afraid? Are they afraid? They are. Yeah. Totally. 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 Uh, sometimes we we have like millions on the streets of São Paulo or, or other capitals. Right. But uh, the media doesn't talk about it because they can't. Sometimes. And sometimes they are totally uh, the opposite. Like they are by Bolsonaro's side. So they don't. They are not going to talk about it. But I think I've never seen um, a moment more like creative in art 
Okay. But it's also complicated because we are talking about it like openly. Sure. And we are starting to be censored. The censor is like it's it's happening also. Really? Yes. Uh, concerts canceled. Really? Yes. Because I remember Fora Temer, yeah. uh, you know, was everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. So how is how was the Fora Temer moment different from this one? I mean, like, I guess Bolsonaro is more direct in his in his activity. I mean... Yeah, it's like uh, Temer was... Uh, like, Dilma was there. She yeah, was yeah, impeached. Yeah. And then Temer was the... the, 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 the the president. And what happened is that we still had a few of what the, uh, the old party had, has done. Uh-huh. And Temer is it's not a super great uh, president, was not a super great president. No. But he was still, he wasn't Bolsonaro. All right. And Bolsonaro is like mean and he doesn't care about anything. And he's dumb and <laughs> he's stupid. Yeah. Sounds very familiar. I, I don't know where I've heard yeah, it. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> let, me, let me think. Yeah. I, I, yeah. But yeah, so yeah, it's, it's different because uh, he's, again, like protecting themselves with laws right. and with people everywhere. So it's different because of that, because they are doing, because they can. They were elected by right. millions of people. So they're just doing what they have. What yeah. they have in, in their hands. Um, we're about to transition to a little bit more music, um, okay. and but I before we do that, I, I you know I wonder if people can listen to what what are some artists that you would recommend or that you would say that are are making music about what's going on and like in response to it. I, I think about like in, in the U.S. for example, like Elado Negro and Senia yeah. Rubinos mm-hmm. have been extremely vocal uh, and and incorporated their music. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry, their their opinions and and their criticism or their sure. resistance, if you will, into their music. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious as to uh, if you, obviously it seems that your album touches very much on this. Yeah. Uh, who else would you, w- would, you would you highlight? Yeah. Francisco Alombre. Oh, really? They really talk about it and it's amazing. And there's... I'm so mad I didn't see them in Mexico. Oh, fuck. fuck. Yeah. No, but they're coming back. They're always there. Okay, they're amazing. Okay. Yeah. Francisco Alombre is really doing an amazing job talking about it. Uh... Let me think. I would imagine in in hip hop that would be the, like that's a, like super. someone like Criollo or yeah or, uh, Criollo and Misida uh-huh. they are all talking about this. Shania uh, Franca. Okay. She's an amazing an amazing artist too. Uh, even Baco, he's talking about it all the time. Right. Uh, Letrux, it's an it's a really amazing singer songwriter too. Yeah. From Rio. Um, I want to think about the, the smaller artists too, because I don't want to just highlight the bigger uh, ones. Uh, Let me uh, think. Uh, uh, Tuyo? Tuyo, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I I think. Well, I remember a a beautiful video that they that they released that like really centered like yeah. black resilience and it yeah. was very much about like it was black girl magic it was the yeah. definition of black girl magic yeah it yeah was so brilliant yeah they're um, brilliant and i and i feel like again i, I my <laughs> comprehension of mm-hmm. of uh of uh, Portuguese lyrics is limited, yeah. Uh, but I feel like that that they were very on point in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also feel like, in a way, Pablo Vitar, 
Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, totally, totally. One of the biggest stars out of Brazil of the last 10 years being a drag queen. Yeah. I mean, my friend interviewed her and mm -hmm. she asked her about it and like Pablo had to be very careful with what she said. Yeah. Um, but you could be, you, she she basically says, she's like, things are hard when we're yeah. working on it. You know? yeah, like, yeah, exactly. But just the, the fact that Pablo exists. Is amazing. It's It's, it's already political. Yes. It's already uh, fighting against what we we the path we were. Yes. I, I think she's she's brilliant. She's like she's like she's like maybe an inspiration for lots of artists because uh, even the white male straight cis even them uh, feel inspired by her right. and understand and respect uh, the path she's opening. You know, so yeah, Pablo totally. Like, I, I had a chance to meet her earlier really? this year, and I was like, oh, cool. she's amazing. <laughs> no, she's amazing. Um, all right, well, let's let's cool. go to some music. I, I do have more questions, but we're gonna catch that in the next section. Okay. Uh, up next, we have a song by Sofia Freire. Yeah. Um, it's called Brujas. Yeah. Um, tell me a little bit about it. Yeah, Sofia is from uh, a province from northeast of Brazil. Called uh, she's from the city called Recife, okay, and uh -huh. a province called Pernambuco. Okay, uh huh. And it's one of the most amazing cultures in the whole country, I think. Uh, and Sofia is really inventive. She's really a really good composer, uh -huh. and she's really young. And she produced her first album and this second album too. She's uh, a very special soul and plays piano really well, produces really well. And it's uh, when I met her, it was the same as Bruna. Like, uh -huh. just added her and started talking, <laughs> talking to her because it's, it was so inspiring to see women producing their own music. And I know things in Northeast of Brazil are not easy when you want to reach this, this kind of uh, place where you are playing and you are producing and you have uh, everything in your hands. Yeah. So I really respect her. I really, I really enjoy her music and, and everything she does. Fantastic. Well, yeah. let's listen to that now. Again, this is Sofia Freire. Uh, the song is Brujas and we'll be right back with more Labac. Eu vou sair, meu amor, eu vou sair Eu vou voar sobre teu sonho, eu vou voar eu agito os ventos, meu amor, agito os ventos E dentro do teu sonho, meu amor, eu vou entrar Eu vou entrar, meu amor, eu vou entrar Pelo teu sonho, no teu peito eu vou entrar Eu vou surfar no teu sangue, eu vou surfar Porque é lua, meu amor, eu vou surfar Eu vou girar, meu amor, eu vou girar tua língua nos teus passos vou girar Eu vou sair, meu amor, eu vou sair Eu vou sair, do teu lado me deitar Eu vou sair, eu vou sair, eu vou sair Eu vou voar sobre teu sonho, eu vou voar Eu vou girar, eu vou girar, eu vou girar. Tua língua 
Quando teus passos vão girar Eu vou sair Eu vou sair Eu vou sair Seu lado me deitar
right. Um, and the second song we just heard there is by Pongo, uh, who is this artist from, I think, Mozambique. Yeah, um, from Mozambique. And uh, we have a song called Kuzola. Yeah. Um, tell me a little bit about Pongo. She is awesome. <laughs> she, I met her because she used to play in a band called Buraka. Some Sistema? Yeah. Holy crap. She used <laughs> yeah, to play with them. Yeah. I've seen them here, yeah. I love them. They were so good. They are amazing. <laughs> I love them. And she just released her solo album. Okay, cool. Which is really well produced and has a really good taste in everything. Yeah. And this song is catchy, totally catchy. <laughs> and you're going to listen to it maybe a few more times when you want to listen to it. And she's singing in Criollo. Okay. Yeah, it's oh, what, beautiful. What, would, what is Criollo? Criollo? How would you describe it? Uh, Criollo uh, is a mix of Portuguese uh, with... But I think they use they really use Portuguese, but uh, it's really s- specific. I don't think they uh, we have anything more than Portuguese and their own way to speak it. It's like a dialect. You know? It's like a dialect, mm. yes, exactly. And it's super musical. It's super soft and it sounds amazing. And she does these electronic beats also. And she has an amazing voice, amazing taste for the pictures and for the videos also. I love it. Yeah, cool. she's amazing. Um, I When I went to Brazil a few years ago, I remember seeing uh, a big African diaspora there. Yeah. Uh, I, I know that uh, in Africa, Mozambique and mm-hmm. Angola uh, mm-hmm. speak Portuguese. Um, uh, why? How did these waves of, of immigrants come come in? That's it's so it was so interesting to me. I've never seen African people anywhere else, and and I've seen obviously plenty of black people. Like I grew up in the sure. Dominican Republic, and yeah. you know, know a lot of Haitians. But like to say people from Africa is yeah. like. Wow, like in, you're in, far in Kentic from law. This yeah. is like in Latin America. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we have them. We have them mostly in Sao Paulo, I think. Yeah, okay. And they are building a really strong community there. I think we have immigrants from, I don't know, lots of countries, and they are all concentrating in Sao Paulo. Okay. Because I think it's the city that is most open to them. And Fair. they, they uh, yeah, if they go to in country, they would certainly. Uh, not feel comfortable because people are more closed and yeah. their minds are super like yeah thinking about uh, their own people so yeah uh, I think uh, we have still a few venues that are focusing on like immigrants culture cool. and these guys can like uh, work with their art also and they are almost, I don't know, I, I've, I've met lots of African people that are living in, in Sao Paulo that has, that they are like developing an amazing career and yeah. amazing music. So yeah, I feel like super hopeful when I see people, immigrants uh, seeking for a space in Brazil and finding it and like uh, feeling comfortable doing their thing you know and being respected yeah. for it I, yeah. I just remember thinking it was so interesting because again it's so it's so unusual yeah it's like again like I've you know obviously like there are you know Jewish people Muslims everywhere yeah. in the world and I was just like but it's 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 rather unusual in Latin America and like so I would see somebody like either in a burqa or a hijab and I was like yeah. you know yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what? Like, whoa yeah. Um, like it's, yeah. it's, it's it's you know it's a it's more of a rare yeah. Um, I want to talk to you a little bit about um, queer and trans visibility mm-hmm. because Brazil is so fascinating to me because yeah. there's so many huge stars, yeah. particularly um, 
trans and femme. Yeah. Um, you know, just a couple of examples would include uh, Lineker, mm-hmm. obviously Pablo Itar, as I mentioned, uh, yeah. Linda Quebrada, Leah yeah. Clark, uh, Gloria Groove. Yeah. Um, uh, Jalo for a time was very, very androgynous. I think now he's gone back to more like male presenting. Yeah, I think um, so too. Bandao, I, I forget si. uh, the name of the singer, but uh, you know, she's trans as well. Yeah. And, again, it's just like there's a very high visibility yeah. um, and it's never a joke it, like yeah. even even the drag queens like Gloria Groove or or, or, or Pablo yeah. aren't it's not they're not funny it's they're pop stars yeah they're um, super pop which stars. is unusual in Latin America in particular I mean yeah. I feel like still like when some, when a queer or trans person gets big yeah. it, they're kind of like a joke yeah. in some way yeah um, and I feel like in, in in Brazil it's just normal yeah um, tell, tell me a little bit about that like why do you think that is well, yeah, I think it's, it's just because we needed these people. Yes, oh, God, and yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we needed them. And the community is so big and so strong that we, we started to put them in, in a position that no one could take them from there. Right. And one thing that uh, I, I understand that industry in Brazil respects is when you have an audience following you. Right. And these guys have it. And it, they have it because they do an amazing job. Their music is amazing. But ju- also because we need them to be there. Right. They're really important to us. So I think that's it. I think they are there just because we really need it. And it was not something that we were thinking about. But now it is. Like, it's in a trans artist it's a queer artist it's an uh, it's a drag queen that is singing and r- ruling the world right and we need to support it every step they 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 take we need to support it and now we 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 understand what we do and it's super inspiring to see this happening my my friends i i so i was backstage at festival ceremonia when i met pablo uh, Pablo Vitar and um, my, I was I was with with clubs. Uh, it was a great indie pop band from Mexico, yeah. and they were a little uh, surprised that I was so excited to meet Pablo. And they're like, "It's a drag what? queen," and yeah. I was like, "It's maybe I, I mean next to Anita, maybe the biggest pop star in Brazil today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Pablo performs at Carnaval for a million people, yeah. and all of them screaming. You know, yeah. like, I remember that video of her coming on stage at Rock and Reel with Fergie, and yeah. they, they screamed louder for her than for Fergie. Yeah, and it's just like this is not just a drag queen. Yeah, you know, like aside from the incredible talent, like this is a star. Yeah, you know, it and it, again, and, and it's like that visibility. It's like again, it's making us normal. Yeah, it makes us normal to people who may have never met a drag queen or yeah. a trans person exactly. or a queer person. Exactly. We really need to, them to be there because yeah. they, they need to be seen yes. not only on the streets, you know, and and uh, we, we really need to start respecting the, these people uh, as a person. Yeah. It's you not know? just a tragedy, right? They're no. not they're not like sex workers or homeless. Yeah. They're just like they're they're pop stars. They're artists. They're exactly. working. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And to give this perspective, yes, these these people can be and they are, you know. Yes. And we need to respect them for that. <laughs> and they they also can be like doctors and teachers and whatever they can they they want, yeah. you know. And putting putting them like in this position of a star is an amazing start, yeah. actually. Because we put them there, and then people respect them, and then we 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 are starting like uh, 
queer people are starting to have a more normal life. Even yes. the government goes totally against us. Yes. Uh, it's shocking, but uh, we are developing it, the, the, this image, you know? And yeah, I think it's an historical moment, I think. Fantastic. I mean, I could I could talk to you all day, and, and, yeah. and we are wrapping up the show. Yeah. Um, you are uh, promoting, again, your new album, Lux, yeah. uh, Lux uh, mm-hmm. which re- was released a few months ago. Um, and again, we're in New York City. You you just performed on Summer Stage, which is yeah. crazy cool. It was amazing. Was it part of Brazil's Summerfest? Yeah. Oh, exactly. very cool. Yeah. Uh, tell, tell, tell us a little bit about working with them, performing at Summer Stage. Yeah, sure. Uh, actually, uh, it was, I think it's a collaboration they do between the Brazil Summerfest and Summer Stage. Uh-huh. It was at Central Park, and the same day played Cordel do Fogo Encantado. Right. Uh, Northeast band. Okay. And also Valencia, which is a really well known singer songwriter from Brazil. Cool. And it was super exciting because I I know my music is not super easy to listen sometimes. Sure. Yeah. And I get it and I'm always like prepared. <laughs> when I'm playing in a festival, I don't expect people uh, to listen to it and to be like following me in everything I'm saying. And it's okay, uh, but that they were super like they were receptive. Yeah, yeah, I really felt they were like that and listening. So I was really surprised with that, and really happy to be there. Also, it was it was like it was a big step for me. Yeah, yeah. like playing in New York in this festival in that venue that is super special. So yeah, it was it was remarkable. Is this part of a tour that you're currently on? Yeah, yeah, I did. It's not a big tour, it was a small tour. Right. Yeah, I've played Boston, Philadelphia, Washington also. Okay. Yeah, it was Great. super cool. Um, before we go, what's next for Labak? Are you already working on new music? Are you planning yeah. a new tour? What's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to Portugal, coming back to Portugal. Uh-huh. I have a few concerts there, concerts in Germany and Italy also. Amazing. Yeah. Very cool. And going to Brazil in December for a few more concerts of Lux. Okay. And I'm releasing in November uh, acoustic versions of a few songs from Lux. Very cool. Yeah, and for next year I have an EP coming also. Cool. Yeah. Wow, stay tuned, kids. Uh, yeah. This episode will drop probably at the end of September, early October. Mm-hmm. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. Again, that means that the Labak, you know, cool. acoustic versions will be will be, <laughs> will be coming soon. Yeah. Uh, hopefully we can get you to, uh, you know, uh, uh, spend more time in Latin America. Yeah. Uh, I remember, I think you've been to Chile? I think. Yeah, yeah, I've been to Chile. I'm uh, going to Uruguay and Argentina in December also. Amazing. Yeah. Okay, pues estén atentos, bebés. Yeah, perfect. Um, and we're trying to make Mexico happy. Happen. We're going to try to make yeah, Mexico happen. Yeah, <laughs> I need to go to Mexico. Amazing. All right. <laughs> so before we go, can you please let our listeners know uh, where they can find you on social media, where they can uh, stream or purchase your music? Yeah, of course. Uh, if you search for Labak and everywhere, you're going to find it. Uh, Labak is L-A-B-A-Q. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think it's the best way to keep in touch is Instagram nowadays. Okay. But I also have everything on my website and my Facebook and every, all, all those places. And I recommend Spotify to listen okay. to music because everything is there all the time. Are you on Bandcamp? 
I am also. Uh, and uh, again, a friendly reminder to all you dear listeners that Bandcamp is the platform that always gives artists the biggest slice yeah, of, yeah. of income from any other platform. Even if you go on iTunes and purchase the album, uh, Bandcamp still gives the artist a bigger percentage. Yeah, it's true. So that's what I always recommend. That's mm. the way to go. Yeah. Um, but again, I will link to everything in the show notes again so that you can stay up to date on Labak on everything that she's putting out. Um, and well, you know, hopefully where you can see her live. Um, I'm going to take this opportunity to remind you all that this is Song Mess, and my name is Richard Villegas. Uh, you can listen to us on all streaming platforms. That's Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, Google Play, and SoundCloud. You can follow us on all social media. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all at Song Mess. Uh, you can email us directly at songmessmusic at gmail.com. Uh, send us your requests, some comments, you know, suggestions on who to interview. I mean, let's keep the dialogue going. Um, we have a weekly playlist called Bops that I always link to in the show notes, so you can follow it there. A fresh, fresh, fresh releases every week. Um, and uh, and if you want to support us, uh, you can go online, give us a, a, a rating, five stars, please. Uh, comment that helps, you know, bring a little additional visibility to the show, and hopefully we can reach wider audiences. Um, and if you want to support us financially, we have a small online store at songmess.threadless.com. Um, and we have T-shirts, uh, mugs, books, little things uh, with our logo on them, which was designed by the incredible Chilean designer Osvaldo Uribe. Um, we have one more song before we go. Uh, this is also La Bac. Yeah. Uh, the song is called Miedo. Again, this yeah. is off the new album, Lux. Uh, tell us a little bit about Miedo. Yeah. Miedo, uh, I've invited artists from Chile, from Uruguay, Argentina to sing it with me. Okay, cool. And oh, I remember this song. This, yeah. this, yes, I wrote about this. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and yeah, I, I felt like uh, it was uh, a song that I needed to share. Yeah. Like I, I couldn't sing it by myself. So that's why I've invited a few friends to sing it with me. Uh, who, who sings on it? Uh, Camila Baccaro. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jose from Pharmacos. Oh, cool. Chile. Yeah. Shout out Pharmacos. Yeah, I love them. Uh, Fran Mota, the Señor Mota, que es una, una banda de Uruguay. Okay. Eh, yo nunca me acuerdo porque hay más espera. Hay más. ¿Quién? Oh, it's a lot of people? Yeah. <laughs> Foro from Uruguay también. Yeah. Uh, who else? I don't remember. There are, there are like five we're, or six artists. We're sending love to everybody. Everybody. <laughs> yeah, I love you guys. Sorry, I'm not remember everything. I'm sorry. Yeah, but yeah, it's a, it's a song uh, in the, the main the main lyrics just say nos quitaron tanto que nos quitaron el miedo. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just something that uh, we needed to say again and again and again. 100%. Because at some point I was really afraid of people losing their hopes uh, to fight against everything that is happening right now. So, yeah, I felt like doing something like that just to bring some energy and some, yeah, some hope to, to our fight. Yeah. Well, that is a beautiful sentiment to close the show. Again, yeah. my name is Richard Villegas. This is Song Mess. My guest is La Bac. The new album, Lux, is out now. You can find it on all platforms. Again, I will be linking to everything in the show yeah. notes. Uh, the song is called Miedo. This is by La Bac. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you guys next time. Ciao. Ciao.